Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. We took a trip, now we on your block, and it's like a ghost town. Baby, where did these be at when they said it? Back in on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. We talk a lot of Memphis basketball, University of Memphis. We talk a lot of Grizzlies basketball. But there's also other basketball teams in the city, and that includes Rhodes College and uh, what Stephen Zoe Goodson is doing over there. Zoe is joining now via the phone line. He is on X at Zoe Goodson, the head basketball coach over at Rhodes. Zoe, how's it going? Hey, Gabe. I'm doing well. How are you? I am. I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. You guys uh, are uh, about to start another season, and I, I, I you know, last year. Um, interesting you know Rhodes I think historically uh has not had you know the start to the season that you did last year um it ended up 18 and 7 I think it was the best start you had since 2000 2001 how are you feeling going into this year I know there's been a turnaround there um and how has the offseason been for you yeah offseason has been good to us um you know we've got seven new freshmen that have come in and um you know we've got we've got a lot of learning to do, still, right. and we're getting there, and we're we're getting through some things. But the biggest thing that we're trying to do right now is to get everybody on the same page. When you get that many freshmen uh, coming into to uh, a program, especially when we were senior led last year with Jeff Walker and Koki Wiley and Jalen Essex, two of which were first team All Conference. You know, um, it, it's uh, there's a lot. There's some big shoes to fill. And like you said, you know, we had the best start in 20-plus years in, in the history of the program. And so we've got a lot of things that we're, we're working on to get better at. And we're well on our way, but, we, you know, we got a long way to go. Yeah, and uh, injury injury bug hitting a little bit early in the season. I, I, Connor, Connor has let me know that I think by the, uh, by the middle of December you expect to be sort of at full strength. Yeah, we got a little bit of a, a little bit of – some injuries. We got one of our juniors who's going to be a big time impact player for us. Right. Uh, Jonathan praying that he messed his shoulder up over the summer, had surgery. Um, it had to have some manipulation done on the scar tissue to get him back to a hundred percent. And so we're, we're, he's close, but we're kind of hanging on and wanting to make sure he's right for when he's back. And then uh, we've got one of our, returning guys towards ACL, so he'll be back next month as well. So when we get both those guys back, we'll be 
I think we'll be in a really good spot because it gives us some upperclassmen. Right now we're playing with two seniors and one junior and everybody else freshman and sophomore. So yeah. it would be nice to get some upperclassmen back. Now, Holler, I mean, you've been uh, just about you've been you've seen the 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 top end programs. You've dealt with a, a lot of resources. You've seen the resources put into places like Kentucky and Texas Tech and the University of Memphis. You've seen High Point, uh, obviously. Uh, you and Tubby Smith, good relationship. You guys were around. You you sort of uh, were attached uh, with him at the hip for a long time throughout your uh, sort of uh, basketball coaching career, if you will, uh, director of player ops, the whole thing. Um, what what kind of challenges have you seen since you've taken over a D3 job at Rhodes and, and sort of are building it up from a spot where it was probably not in the best shape? Well, you know, I think any new opportunity has its challenges um, no matter where you go. And, um, you know, the resources here are, like you said, very much different than what they would have been at Texas Tech or University of Memphis where you're dealing with a $3 million budget and we're dealing with with pennies compared to that. And so, but the, the, the advantage I have here in such a great city, basketball city like Memphis, is the contacts that I was able to make while at University of Memphis. So, you know, we've been able to fundraise and do a lot, pretty much everything I've wanted to do to this point. Um, you know, we, we built a brand new locker room, and, and I'm sure Connor has, has told you about it. It's right. a, it is second to none, anyone at this level, but I, I would compare it to, a Division One esque locker room. Um, we just put a million dollars into the to the gym and did a million dollar gym renovation this summer. Um, a lot of things have been going on here at Rhodes. Uh, we've been very fortunate. We had some unbelievable support, but you know, there, there, there's a drastic difference. You know, we were just talking before we came on air. You and I were talking about the travel. You know, uh, Memphis Tigers are jumping on a. a VIP aircraft with all the 58 <laughs> VIP seats, and right. hey, we're jumping on a 52 seat VIP bus. You know, so it's a, it, it is it is very different. But at the same time, we made it our own, um, and we're very proud of what we were able to do. You know, we fly to Colorado, we go to, we fly out to Vegas, and we play in, you know, the national D3 uh, tournament that goes on every year during the holidays. Where you know we anything that's over five hours, we 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 do fly to. So. We have some resources here that exceed a lot of what other Division threes have, but you know we're not we're not the Texas Tech or University of Memphis, but we do we make the most of what we have. Mm-hmm. No question about it. Now talking with uh, Zoe Goodson at Zoe Goodson on X, uh, head basketball coach over at Rhodes. Uh, you took over, and I I I, I laugh at this because one of my, my my offensive line coach was Ryan Silverfield at the University of Memphis. Obviously, he took over as head football coach there. But he started right there in the heart of COVID. I mean, you took the job, COVID hits, and you are the same way. A lot of, a lot of you guys in the yeah. coaching ranks had to deal with that. How was that? And, and um, you know, how did you manage that and not let it set the program back, if you will? Because I know that that was a challenge, man. That's a challenging time to deal with uh, taking over a basketball program, program or an athletic program at all. It, it was it was not easy. You know, your first head coach, you know, Ryan and, our, and I are really good friends. You know, he's come to a couple of our games. He was at our conference uh, quarterfinals here when we hosted. So he and I are good buddies. So we, we faced the challenges together, but we were also in touch trying to, to help each other out through it. Um, right. Mentally, it, it wasn't easy. I mean, you know, you're, you're thinking, you know, you, you, your whole career, you're building up to want to be a head coach. And so we've all – 
you know, we played that out in our minds, you know, thousands of times going into how am I going to do it when I, my first hundred days are going to look like this when I become a head coach. Right. Well, I, it, it didn't look like that at all. I didn't get that. I had to, um, I had to sit at home the entire time and, and recruit from home. And we had to, we did it FaceTime, you know, everything yeah. was very different than what it, what it would have ever been if it was a live period, so to speak with, with everyone being active and being able to get on campus. But, um, you know, mentally that piece was tough, but you know, the other piece of it was, I was so happy to just be a head coach. I, I wasn't going to let any challenge slow me down. Right. Um, you know, so we, we took a very positive spin. We, we were really aggressive in our recruiting from home. And, and, you know, I, I would drive to campus every day and just do virtual tours. And I made the best of the situation, but it wasn't ideal at all. And then, you know, we were closed that first semester. You know, roads actually closed down that fall. Right. So we were online classes. We had no games. And then Division Three decided to do no championship. So basically every game was a scrimmage or an exhibition, yep. so to speak. And so we didn't get any of the opportunities to really play uh, a national schedule, which is what I was promising these young men that we were going to do. Um, so we were we – were, faced with a lot of challenges, but we also, um, we, we met those challenges and, you know, we had a struggle that first year. I don't think anybody expected us not to, but, um, we did, but we have increasingly gotten better since we've got our recruiting classes have gotten better. You know, we went from dead last in the league to sixth, and last year we went from sixth to second. And so right. we were getting better and, and the, the, the climb is, is a slow climb, but like I tell people all the time, anything that's sustainable is going to take time. Now you took over a five and twenty-one basketball program. That's the truth of the matter, right? Like there's there's nothing that can hide you from that fact. From five and twenty-one to eighteen and seven, what were the biggest differences along the way? Uh, time. I mean, the difference <laughs> was time. I mean, you know, it was an opportunity to to continue to recruit the players that I wanted for the style of play I wanted to play. Um, and so, you know, the first year we were. Uh, you know, we were just a possession team, and that's just not who I am. I am a, you know, people, anybody that knows me will tell you I'm a mile, I'm a million miles an hour kind of guy. I want to go, go, go. So with time, we were able to get the athletes that I wanted to be able to press, the athletes I wanted to be able to get the ball out and go, um, and, and really teach the system. And we we have a very intricate system. Our offensive system is it takes time, and so every year that we have like a massive turnover like we did with you know seven new freshmen this year it's going to take time we're going to you're going to see some struggles early in the season but by the time we you know it really counts january february we're going to be a well-oiled machine but the biggest thing was was we just needed the opportunity to prove to these big time players that are making a decision between walking on at uh you know a mid-major division one or coming to Rhodes. they needed to see that we were building something that was worth being a part of Mm-hmm. And with time, they they got to see that, and now we're we're recruiting. You know, we've got three freshmen in this class right here who had the opportunity. They were choosing between Division One, coming to Rhodes College. They right. chose a, a great education and opportunity to play right away. And so that was our biggest. That we did, I knew that if I was given the the right amount of time, that we could turn this thing around. And and, and I'm thankful to the administration here for giving me that time.
Uh, what what's the recruiting process like? I, obviously, like when you when you're you know recruiting at a D one program, uh, you've been around that before. It's it's relatively easy. You sell the uh, facilities. Hey, we're gonna play on the national stage. We're on ESPN, ESPN two constantly. You're gonna be on national TV. What's the recruiting process like? Do you find yourself hard selling to recruits, or or is it or is it easier than that? You know, it, it's a combination. We do have to hard sell. You know, we're we're showing we do have great facilities. Right. Now, that's one thing that we have here. We have great facilities that we know that we can, uh, you know, we can compete with anybody in Division Three. But we're, you know, we don't have the ESPN. We don't have like you're talking about the ESPN two, the national coverage. But uh, we have great facilities. But number one thing we get to sell is our academics. Yep. Um, you know, Rhodes College academics. It's second to none, and we got an opportunity here that we're sending our athletes when they walk across that graduation stage out to the real world with an unbelievable degree, earning really nice wages right away. And that's something that, that you, you know, you have to focus on. You know, not, money doesn't drive everything, but an 18- to 22-year-old wants to see what's going to be happening when they walk away, and they want to know what their, you know, what the average earnings for a Rhodes graduate, graduate is. And so we're, we're, we're selling the hell out of the, the, the school and, uh, you know, what the next phase of life looks like for them. And, we're, and our job is to get them set up for that. And then, you know, the, the, the second piece is, you know, all the, the, the fluff, you know, so as I call it, the, you know, we, we've got an unbelievable Nike deal here at Rhodes. Mm-hmm. It is, it, you know, we can compare that to the national stage of a lot of programs um, because we're really fortunate to have Willie Gregory and, the, you know, Nike – foundation right here in Memphis. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yep. Um, And and then we have great community support. I mean, you go anywhere in this community, and I've been very fortunate, you know, that Tubby Smith gave me the opportunity to be the guy that went out and and ran a lot of things um, during that time. So when people see us out and we have the community support, you know, they're like, man, this place is unreal. This feels like a division one, the way you're operating it, the way you're playing a national schedule and the support that you all have. So, you know, being in Memphis is a huge, huge advantage for us. It really is. Mm-hmm. Now I want to get to your relationship with Tubby in just a moment. Um, but I, and this is interesting. Like when we talk about college athletics and, uh, transfer portal, name, image, and likeness. People don't necessarily relate that to the D3 level, but what what have you found um, when it comes to those two sort of, uh, not necessarily problems, um, but those two sort of areas 
Um, do you guys have anything set up for name, image, and likeness? I know it's not necessarily the easiest yeah. thing to, to take advantage of at your level. And then Transfer Portal as well. Do, do you guys Are you guys able to delve into the Transfer Portal, bring in different guys? Yeah, so Transfer Portal first, you know, that that's a – you know, I tell people all the time, you know, in this business and, and pretty much anything in life, you adapt it and adjust or you're going to get left behind, right? And so um, we've adapted to it. We're adjusting. Our admissions team is adjusting to it. Um, and they've, they've done a great job of helping us out. I mean, and, and at least giving us good looks. The biggest issue is what we just talked about on that. Our academic standards are so high. It is hard to get and, you know, the right transfer into here because a lot of what they took at other schools doesn't transfer here. Right. And so they're having to retake, and then it extends their, their academic uh, term a little bit, and, they, and a lot of people don't want to do that. You know, they want to graduate in four and different things like that. So the portal hasn't been as kind to us here at Rhodes as it has other schools, even in our league, but at the same time, we understand that. Right. And, you know, so we adjust our recruiting to make sure that we understand it. We know it takes a very special transfer and transcript to, to get transferred into here. Um, but name image likeness has been really good to us. Um, again, this city is an incredible place and, and, and backing our program. And we, we were able to strike a deal. We were the first division three school in the country to strike a deal with Mogul. We were the first Fantastic. division three school in the country to have an NIL platform for all student athletes. And Kim House led that for us. She's our deputy athletic director here. She led that for us, did an incredible job getting that set up, getting it funded with, you know, community support and donors to get behind it. Because a platform like that isn't cheap, right? And so it's an opportunity for our student athletes where they go onto the mogul app and they create their profile. And it's mm-hmm. like a resume. And then, you know, any company, local or nationwide company, can go in on the backside as a, as a company and say, okay, I want to look at these, these profiles and these resumes, and maybe I'm going to get this a student athlete that has 10,000 followers with, a, you know, micro-influencers, what they're called, to, to, to promote our company for us. And it's been really good to our, our program. You know, we got several of our players that are, are very active on mogul, have a lot of NIL deals, flowing because of that it may not be the you know the the, the flashy ones the, the, yeah it may not be the flashy <laughs> ones and the money i'm trying not to, to promote any companies here yeah, I hear you. Um, it may not be any of the the big the big companies that are throwing millions of dollars to quarterbacks around the, com- the country but they're getting what is it, what they feel is a really good deal to them and they're able to go out and get these on their own and you know the biggest thing that i love about it is teaching them to work for it on their own. They're having to go apply for these deals and, 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 you know, give a reason why they think that they're the best to promote their company when these companies come back to them. And so, you know, there's a lot of life lessons learned in this mogul uh, partnership that we have. And I really appreciate that they, they brought us on as their first division three school. So Connor has let me know this at the division three level. When you, when you take a job in the athletics department, you could wear any, anything for any, like two to 20 different hats, right? Like I, I understand that. And I, you know, going through your, uh, your bio, uh, on the road site, your co-director of compliance as well, you know, how much do you have to do outside of just coaching basketball? Like how much is your day to day outside of just teaching those guys on the floor, what you want them to do and going and winning ball games? 
You know, I tell people all the time, it depends on the, on the, the time of the year, but there, there are days where coaching is 10% of what I do. <laughs> right. Uh, it, you know, and so, you know, during the basketball season from October 15th to um, the end of the year, I really, you know, I really hone in and focus on basketball only. But during the off season, I'm very busy with a lot of, and, and, and we all are, you know, the other coaches that are out of season, they're helping us on the administrative side. So I don't have to be focused on that. And so there, there are definitely days where it feels like, you know, this morning I was meeting after meeting after meeting, um, backed up and, and helping with the athletic department do several other things. Um, but I also knew that when we got to the afternoon, it was time to, to focus in on basketball. But there are, you know, but the biggest portion of my outside basketball duty is compliance. Um, it's something that I was a compliance liaison at, at, at several other um, schools that I worked for uh, when I was working with Tubby and that piece was easy, and I think that's why they asked me to step in into that role and really help out. Now, on the Tubby front, they're talking with Steve Zoe Goodson, um, at Zoe Goodson on X, head basketball coach over at Rhodes. With Tubby, you were, uh, I mean, various different roles uh, with his staffs and everything else. You were a student manager, camps floor coach at Kentucky, then turned to GA. Then at Minnesota, you were a special assistant. Then you were the director of basketball ops at Texas Tech in Memphis. Uh, the various different uh, roles you played under Tubby. What did you learn along the way? I mean, Hall of Fame basketball coach, what was he able to do that you were able to take and, and sort of apply to what you're doing right now? Shoot. <laughs> How long we have? Yeah, yeah, I, well, hey. we, could go, we could go on and on, man. I, I've, got a, I've got a laundry list of things that he's taught me. Of great things, you know, like you said, a future Hall of Fame coach, um, you know, from defensive philosophy uh, to um, a lot of offensive sets that we run to, you know, how to treat people off the court and just the, the list goes on, how to be a great person. You know, there's a guy that is a, you know, won a national championship and never treats any, never treat anybody bad. I never saw him treat anybody different across the board. He treated everybody uh, the same. It was a very compassionate, caring individual. And that's, you know, that's something that I strive to be more like him every day. Just um, God-fearing man that, that really treated people the way that they're supposed to be treated and treated people the way he wanted to be treated. And you got to appreciate that about him because, you know, you know, you've come across a lot of coaches that don't treat people like that, that, that don't give people the time of day. And, you know, that part is, Something that I really try to be more and more like him, you know, and I, I try to be a better coach because of him, a better person because of him. But really, at the end of the day, everything you see in the way I run my program, um, you know, from fundraising to, you know, how we treat our players and giving the players everything and everything that we do is for them, what was learned by Tubby. Now, what, when it comes to the time at Memphis, what did you think of the time at Memphis that you spent? Um, with Tubby, I, we know how it, it got a little contentious at the end. There's no, you can't hide from that fact. But what did you think about the entire tenure and sort of how things shook out ultimately? Not I, obviously not asking you to cast aspersions by any stretch of the imagination, but but we know how all that went and, and the dialogue and the conversations that were had during that time. Yeah, I mean it's no secret. And, and with time, you know everybody's gotten the same information, and we know that. Look. And, and the University of Memphis, business-wise, they have proven that they made the right decision in the long term, right? They're selling out every game. And, right. And, and so there's, there's nobody's, nobody's, you know, I, I can assure you Coach Smith is, is no different. He knows, he understands that the business, he does get it, and we all did. And, um, 
you know, he, he got to cash his, his buyout and move on. And, <laughs> and I don't think he's, I don't think he's hurting in any stretch of imagination or mad right. at anybody um, at Fort. He, you know, he got to go back to his alma mater and do, do this thing there. But um, look, my time. So just speaking personally, my time at the university of Memphis was great. You know, I made some unbelievable friends because of this place that are lifelong friends. Uh, you know, we talked about Kim house. She and I worked together at the university of Memphis. Um, she's now our deputy athletic director here. Uh, you know, there's so the, the, the list goes on and on of the different folks that were tied with university of Memphis and are now tied with Rhodes college basketball. Um, you know, everybody knows that I was, I was out in, in the community as much as I possibly could be. And I think that that because of my time at the university of Memphis, and being out in the community and, and Coach Smith giving me those opportunities to lead that, that charge is why I'm the head coach here at Rhodes today. Um, so, uh, you know, when I went to High Point with Tubby, I never sold my house here in Memphis. Right. You know, we, we, we stayed put. This was our – this was where we were put, laying our, our roots and, and, and tying into, and it's worked out great for us. But, you know, we all – you know, there's things that I thought went – a ride that I thought would could have been handled much, much better. Um, you know, maybe not so nationally um, put out there that, you know, on, we're going into play and uh, Tulsa in the, in the conference tournament game. And I didn't think that, you know, certain people should have been making comments in the USA today about how it was guaranteed that we're going to get fired. And I think that those, those administrators would probably agree that they handled it wrong as well. Right. Um, but, but it's never, it's never easy. You know, change is never easy, and I don't think anybody was doing it um, maliciously to hurt Coach Smith, hurt any of us. I think people were talking out of excitement about the new, what the next phase was and um, didn't agree with it the way it was handled at the time. I think it could have been handled much better, but um, I don't think anything was maliciously done maliciously, and I think that uh, at the end of the day, you know, everybody's happy and coach Smith is playing golf every day, living his best life. Now, last thing for you, you have your first game Wednesday night against Bellhaven. Then you have Colorado college this weekend. When is the first home game? How can people show up to see the new gym, the whole thing? First home game, November 18th against DePaul at uh, one o'clock. We use a Saturday afternoon game. We're really excited about it. It's going to, you know, we're, that's our big family day. So we're going to, we're going to try to pack the gym. I'm getting out and, Meeting with all the fraternities and sororities over the next week and a half. How about it? Uh, I think it's going to be a, a, a I think it's going to be a, a great atmosphere. We would love, 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 love to get more of the community involved at our home games and get them there. It's free admission, so you know it's a great opportunity to bring your family, your kids, and and come check us out. I promise you, you will enjoy how hard our guys play. I think that people enjoy the product that they're getting to see on the floor. Yep, and I've enjoyed this, Zoe. I appreciate it, man. Good luck. Uh, in the upcoming season. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Now, Zoe Goodson, he is the head coach of basketball at Rhodes. Free admission? Free admission? That's good stuff. That's beautiful. That's well done, I got to say. Now, um, uh, good season last year for them. They're definitely trying to continue down that, ro- that, that, that road. And obviously, we talk Memphis basketball, Grizzlies, you know, D1 constantly. But there is other other things going on, other shows in town, if you will. I do want to add, go check them out. They are genuinely an exciting basketball team to watch. They play Arena and Phil Dawson is one of the most exciting players. Yeah. The is there a leading, leading, leading scorer last year? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, how about it? But appreciate Zoe for carving out a little bit of time and definitely some interesting nuggets in there about his time he spent with, with Tubby Smith. And obviously, you know, uh, very open and honest about the ending there. You, you know, administrators and talking about getting fired and how it was handled. It's definitely definitely tough stuff to deal with, but he has, he has handled it, I think, with a, with a whole lot of class. Now, we need to go ahead and transition, and uh, Jeff Calkins. Jeff Calkins is scheduled to join the show. So let's go ahead and get to that right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.